Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a conversation about the mundane. One thing that we can assure you is that our conversation is going to be less than fascinating, shall we say. We just want you to sort of be able to listen and relax and drift off. Listen and sleep. In fact, follow us on Twitter at Listen and Sleep. That's the at sign. Listen. Write out the word and followed by sleep. At listen and sleep. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. And I'm your co-host, Nidhi Kana. Nidhi, this week I had my tires. I had some all-season tires put onto my car. And um, I got that done. All four tires were replaced at the mechanics. And it's always interesting to sort of see your car up on the um, oh, lift. I don't know what it's called. I know it has a name. Like It's no, escaping me. But So, Marco, before we go any further, oh. I think we should explain to our listeners who might not change tires on a regular basis sure. as to why we do that here in Canada, oh, Toronto I see. Yeah, particularly. I, mm-hmm. So we put on our winter tires. Right. Probably around November, I would say. I would say so, yeah. That's ideal. Ideal. And then we keep them on our cars until about April. April. You're, you seem to be a little late, maybe. I don't sure. know. Um, April, May. You can Early push it to May. Early May, yeah. I'm late because I... At two. So all-season tires are tires that you can use throughout the year, and they have good, tra- good traction, so they're meant for all weather. Whereas what we call snow tires or winter tires are meant for your car in really bad weather that has sleet, snow, and slush, so you don't slip and slide for people who live in warmer climates who happen to be listening to our podcast, and we welcome you. We do. Um, and Marco, now I use winter tires. Okay. Because I drive quite a lot in the winter on the highway. Sure. And for many years I didn't use winter tires because here in Toronto, Ontario, uh, it's not mandatory to have winter tires. And so you can use your all season tires or your regular tires um, all, all throughout the year. However, in Quebec, in Montreal, where I'm from, as you know, 
uh, you must have winter tires. It's the law. So you have to change your tires from your all-season tires to your winter tires. I see. Oh, and that's And my there pen. goes the pen. I drop. I like to drop pens. You know, Nitty, um, tires are so key on any vehicle that you that you drive, whether it be a motorcycle, a scooter, a car, a bicycle, tires are, tires are key. And we have a good friend, Dale, whose father is a mechanic, and said to her, it's just this little bit of rubber between you and the road, so it's important that you have good tires. Good advice. And tires for the season. And um, and is that Mr. Boyer? Yeah. Mr. Mr. Boyer. Good, yeah, good advice, yeah. Mr. Boyer. He is... Uh, Wonderful, wonderful gentleman. And uh, he, after I heard Dale say that, and I look to him often with my mechanical questions, mechanic questions, because he is a mechanic, and he uh, is so wise and sage with regards to it, as is his daughter. But after she mentioned that to me, I am now a stickler to ensure that I have good tires that are right for the season. And you know, Nate, it's important to find on your car oftentimes it's in the door so when you open your front door or the sorry the driver door of the vehicle on the side panel it'll say the type of tire the size of tire that is ideal for your car oh i didn't so, know that so yeah so, so you were saying though now to dig- i digressed quite a bit there but your car was Listen, on... we, we sent a, a shout out to Roger Boyer. So, Boyer. There we go. And that's important. Is it Boyer too. or Boyer? You know. I always wonder. It's. They, I know Dale. We'll have Dale on the show and she'll she'll answer to that. So, okay. let's keep our listeners. Because the so, Quebecois in me is saying Boyer. Which it, it probably is. And then the Anglophone or the Anglicized version of it is Boyer, Boyer here. So. Well, um, we shall find we should, out. Stay tuned. Um, but your car was on the car lift, you were saying. I'm going to call it the car, the car, the car lift. The jack. The, no, it wasn't a jack. But yeah, the car lift. Let's call it the car lift, I'm sure. And if you're a mechanic who wants to chime in. By all means. Please, listen and at listen and sleep on Twitter. Let us know. But it's on there. And your car seems so helpless when it's on there. And you know it's being taken care of. Because it's important to have a mechanic you trust, I believe. And you see your car up there with its wheels off and you you feel a little I felt a little bit bad to see that knowing that new wheels were gonna be on it's kind of at the at the car doctor or the mechanic and it looks helpless up there and you know a car does so much for you and do you name your car I have in the past but this car I didn't name I, think, no. I wonder if Amanda named it what about you I do name my car mm-hmm. uh, I'm on my second car. Okay. So my first car was named Yuri, because he was a Yaris. So okay. Yuri the Yaris. Yeah. And then, right now I have Mitsumi the Mazda. Okay. So I go for. I don't know. I yeah. Those are the two names that names I've had that, for my cars. Yeah. How about you? What has been some of the names that you've? Had? I had a Honda, and I called it Samsara. Oh, okay. I, mean, I think it's a makeup line or something, but I, that's not... I just... I don't know where it's the name actually, came Actually, you know what Samsara is? No, I don't. I know, because it's something funny, because when I told somebody that was the name of the car, they were like, you named it after the... Yeah, it's like in a, in Hinduism. Oh. Samsara is like, if I'm getting this correctly, 
is the cycle of rebirth. Okay. And so you're always trying to break the cycle of rebirth. So you're trying to break samsara through well, your dharma and your karma. Your well, it certainly got broken by the end, my car. And then, <laughs> um, yeah, so I that was the name of that car. And then this car that we have, I don't think has a name. This is your Kia. Yeah, the Kia. Mm. So we'll see. We'll see what... what I don't know if Amanda named it. She may have named it. Now we, we tend to name things after the color of it. So, for example, we have a couple of things that we've named inanimate objects. We have a Samsonite luggage that we call the Yellow Monster. Ah. Because it's a large luggage. And true to form, you could do anything to this Samsonite luggage and nothing would happen to it. Well, it's it, a Samsonite. You know, I have to say, best luggage in the world. Mm. And I only say that because we bought other luggage that has a good reputation. And I won't mention who they are, but they... Oh, I think I remember uh, this. Yeah, they, they proved not to be great. So we have Yellow Monster. Okay. And then um, there's a couple of other things that... Uh, that you name that I name um, and I'm trying to think like uh, like it'll often be like you know something blue and I'll be like oh turn on the blue Melvin and it'll be the, the lamp or something right? right yeah so there's things like that I tend to do that now do you find that these names of inanimate objects just sort of come to you or um, so I just sometimes will get with my cars for example sure. it just came to me Yuri, right. Mitsumi, right. I, I can't explain it. Well, why it went that way, but it just sort of can't. Or did you have a particular name like no, Melville? No, no, no. It just—it's it, funny because it's—it'll just. Generally speaking, I'll take a color, and a person's name, random person's name, and I'll put them together. And then if it's a workhorse of an inanimate object, I'll say the blue monster or you know you know the the red monster for the like the vacuum we had or whatnot right Fair. so that's that's it's it's very random but um how did you feel um once the car tires were put on your car oh and you were driving it on the road again? it was great it was great you i could just tell they were it was funny nitty because they were high quality not inexpensive tires that I bought and I certainly felt the difference as soon as they were on I could tell they were good tires just the way they hugged the road have you mm -hmm. ever changed the oil in your car do you know how myself yes no okay I always go to a mechanic for that do you know how to put oil in if you need oil in your car where to go no oh absolutely not. okay well I'll, I'll teach you you'll have to teach me that I think it's important to know at the very least that if you ever are low on oil or there's some issues with your car you should know a few basics do you know how to change your own oil uh, no I've never changed the oil but I have changed a battery out like I've, I've taken an old, a, a dead battery out and put a new battery in oh, okay. I have um, I have a uh, what do you call it now? I can't think when when your battery dies and you have to jump. I oh, jump. jump. Do you know I've, how to jump? I do know how to do that. Do you have cables in your car? I do not have okay. cables in my car. Your birthday's coming up. My birthday's okay. coming up. I also feel like it's always a good line to use on a good-looking guy if you're ever stranded. Okay. 
However, that can also go south quite quickly. Yeah, no, I don't think that's a good. I don't think that's. You need you need good jumper cables in your jumper car. Cables. You need to have you need to have like a little, you know, car kit in your car that has jumper cables in it that has either a flare or one of those sort of um, reflective what? signs. See, I don't feel like I would ever use a flare. I never go anywhere that I would use a flare for. But that's why you have it. So that you, in the event that you should ever need it, you have it. But hopefully you will never have to use it. Wouldn't you use a cell phone instead of a flare? Well, the... F- <laughs> for our listeners to understand the, the look that I just got from Marco. <laughs> it so was one we- of both disdain and incredible Incredulous. Well, it's just because the the flare is used to, you know, um, highlight that your car is in trouble so that cars hit it and should an emergency vehicle have to come, they know exactly where it is. It's not, you know, to necessarily draw attention. <laughs> okay. But we'll, we'll go over all those things, you and I, just uh, for car safety for you. Um, but, uh, I can put the windshield washer in the right tube. Great. That's awesome. So putting in the oil isn't much harder than that. Okay. So if you can do that, you can you can put your own oil in there. And you know what's funny is that Dale, my friend Dale, she has she has uh, shown me and walked me through many different things I've had to do in my car. So I certainly don't want it to seem like, oh, I'm a man, I'm going to show Nitty because it was certainly a woman who showed me quite a bit with my car. So oh, and know. I full out admit that I know nothing about. Um, car maintenance in mm. any meaningful sense i uh i can't uh change a flat tire okay i don't know how to do that is that something you know well, how to do yes you could you just haven't no uh, yes exactly so, so i could i just don't know how to very well then we'll show you how to do that as well perfect so we'll get some mechanic skills in you <laughs> um i've had to be a bicycle mechanic um, I used to be a tour guide with bicycles, oh. and so I've had to deal with bike mechanics. And once, you know, Nitty, it's interesting, once you jump in there and deal with um, something in a mechanical way, it makes you realize how much you can actually do and how, I don't want to say easy it is, how possible it is. Right. Fair enough. Now, to be honest, Marco, part of it is... Yes, I can do it if I knew how to do it. Right. But do I want to do it? Well, sometimes it's not a question of wanting, but having to do it. So, <laughs> so you it's know, true. like because when you need to do it, you're like, I wish I knew how. This right? is true. So we'll this make sure you true. know how. And uh, yeah, so it's important to maintain your vehicle, whatever you drive, whether it be a car, a motorcycle, a bicycle, a boat, a, a pair of roller skates that's true you know skis skis do you have skis i used to when i was a kid mm-hmm. um i used to do all the winter sports skiing skating i guess those would be Which the were two big sledding, winter sports snowshoeing snowshoeing i've only done once actually as have i i've only done it once yeah yeah um i feel like it was one of those things that growing up in canada as a kid you invariably took a class trip in the winter to learn how to snowshoe. One hundred percent, right? Um, or to sugar off, like do the sugaring off. Did you guys ever do that? Where uh, you would have like a they called it cabana sucre, 
Okay. Where you yes. would have the ice, like a bed of ice, mm-hmm. and then they would take the sap from the maple tree and put it on the ice, and then you would take the popsicle stick and roll the sap. Or yes, I have sap. done that. And then you have a little sugary treat on the end of a wooden stick with snow. It's a cold, yes. warm, sugary treat. Yeah. I um, once skied in Aspen, Colorado, mm. and it was one of the scariest things I've done in my life. Are you a big skier, Michael? No, and that's why. Okay, and I was going to say, I, I've, I've, all the years I've known you, mm-hmm. I haven't uh, really seen the skier in you no, come out. No, but, So you um, learned how to ski in Aspen? No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, certainly didn't. Uh, this was not that long ago. Oh. I, yeah, this was not that long ago that I was in Aspen for work. And so I brought my skis, and I was like, I'm going to ski in Aspen. Why not? Like, you know, playground to the rich and famous. Great. Needless to say, I got to the top of the mountain, Nitty, and I was like, when is this chairlift going to stop? And it just didn't. And I was on a mountain, on a proper mountain. And then I was like, where are the easy hills? And they were like, what do you mean? I'm like... You took the wrong chairlift. <laughs> no, there, there is no easy hill. It's You Fair. just get down, and it's like, there's no... There's no green circles. There's no green circles? Is it all black diamonds? And they're like, um, you know you're skiing in Aspen, right? I'm like, oh no, what have I done? It took me hours to get down and I was petrified. But mm. it was a great lesson and I skied in Aspen, what can I say? There you go. And you're here and well and able to... tell to... the tale. Exactly. Mm. exactly. But I do enjoy going uh, to ski or do those winter sports and stuff and just be on gondolas and things I do like that I do yeah. like that and um well we should go up to uh, a ski hill and ski but perhaps record as oh, well to a chalet at the top of yes. the hill I love that idea while the snow is gently falling yes and piling up that'd be great that would be really great I have a collection of baseball cards and I have no idea what the value of them are. And I bought them in a shoebox at one of these donation centers years ago. And they're in my basement and I need to get rid of them. So the obvious question here, Marco, mm-hmm. is what made you buy them in the first place? You know, Nitty, um, there was something about them that caught my eye and I thought there could be great value in them and then I bought them and from wait <laughs> from the shoebox in the discount Goodwill store yeah okay because sometimes there's hidden treasures and perhaps <laughs> I saw something about a hidden sure. treasure so I saw them and I'm like I'm gonna get these baseball cards and I'm gonna sell them for a fortune even though I paid three dollars for the box Amazing. And in my basement, this set. So, do you have any collections or peculiar things like that that you have acquired or so, made for yourself? Oddly enough, in my family home, mm-hmm. we still have the collections of pottery artifacts that um, I created what, and like- my brothers created, you know, when we were at school and. You'd create sort of like a cup and a saucer and bring sure. it home to your parents and they would say, thank you, it looks beautiful. And then you look at it again as an adult and you're like, what is this? How could how could they have drunk anything from this? It's pretty atrocious. Right. Jagged. <laughs> um, but recently I actually 
took a, a one hour pottery course as part oh. of a team building exercise. And so we were supposed to make a mug. And being an adult, right. we just had to follow the instructions. Okay. So they taught us how to cut like the pot the clay so that we had the base and how to take the rest of the clay and make the sides and how to Was um, it on a spinning wheel? Were you on No, okay. it was like hand okay. um handmade. And how to uh, mark the clay with X's so that it fits in uh, both both sides of the clay fit in together, and you have to wet one side so that it sticks essentially and grips. Okay. Okay. So that makes no sense to me. No, it, it, it's almost like you need to see it. Okay. Uh, well, when you see what was produced, you'll understand why it makes no sense. So <laughs> let me see if I got this right. Okay. You make the base or the bottom of the cup that you're going to make into a mug. Is correct. That correct. Correct. And then. And then you take um, another piece of clay. Another piece of clay to create the sort of walls of the of the yes, but the it's mug. one rectangle. Okay, right. Are so, you making a rectangular cup at this point? No, but okay. it's like it's going to be a, rec- a rectangle. It's going to be like a box before you smooth it out. Is that correct? <laughs> no. Okay. It's because it's a circular base. Right. If you then cut a rectangle mm-hmm. in the right diameter, I see. When you put the rectangle on its length. I guess. Okay. And it, it becomes a circle, it becomes a cylinder. I see. So you cut a piece of rectangular clay, which you then fold around into a circular pattern on top of your round base? Correct. Okay. Correct. I knew we'd get to the. We, to the, we got to, there. To, in to the make end. sense. And then you take a uh, toothpick, let's say, and you. Score. Score. That's the word. Mm-hmm. Thank you. No you problem. score the bottom. And put a little bit of water mm-hmm. on the part that you scored, and then you add the cylinder component to mm. it to create the mug. Okay. Um, and then I would assume you add the handle to it? You add the yeah. handle, okay. which is a whole other... Ball of wax? Yes, okay. correct. Ball of clay? Yeah, ball uh. of clay, you got it. Um, Needless to say that, and then you paint it, of course. Do you have to glaze it? You glaze it. Is correct. it glaze then paint, or paint and glaze at the same time? I think the glaze was the paint. Okay, fair. The tinted glaze. Sure. That makes sense. Does it? Yeah, I, don't I think. Know, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think. I think a lot of glazes can color the the pottery that you're doing. I think it was because also what you. Uh, painted or sorry what you glazed the color wasn't the same was different from what came out of the oven okay was... the kiln yes thank you no problem <laughs> clearly you've uh, you know your pottery lingo. well let's just say I've seen um, ghost a few times <laughs> Fair. <laughs> no no but uh, I've always been fascinated by it so I'm, I'm just curious well you shouldn't be curious about this because when I got the uh, pottery back a few weeks later because it went in the kiln and right, they tested did whatever all they that did. stuff, sure. Uh, it looks like the same cup that I made when I was eight years old. Amazing. Could we get a photo of this modern Absolutely. day adult? Absolutely. Can you drink from it? Does it does it hold liquids? Horrible. You know what? I've been too afraid to actually put liquid in there. I've been using it as a pencil holder. Okay. Well, that's um, not fair to your pottery that you've made. You've made it to drink out of, so right. you should I put should. some hot water yes, in there. Yes, or... I'll put some hot water. I'm a little, I'm a little afraid to test it out, but I'm willing to do that for the insomnia project. There you go. Uh, the big, 
pièce de résistance on this cup is that I managed to put my initials on it with two separate pieces of clay. Oh. So I was able to carve an N and a K and slap them on this wow. mug. It, it sounds hideous. Like it's it just horrible. gets worse. <laughs> it really is. Awesome. You have to see the coloring for it and to really... Was, was that your design feature? You're like, I think I'm going to slap a big <laughs> N and a big K on mine. Because the reason was okay. that I figured if it did turn out to be usable and drinkable, so you knew going in that it was going to be a bit of a train wreck, it sounds like. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Uh, I am. I have many strengths, but pottery is not one of them. Uh, however, I thought if by some miracle it mm-hmm. worked out, then at least I would always know when I was in the office which mug was mine because it would have my initials right. on it. And would you feel proud to bring your mug into the office? Oh, it's in the office. It's in my office right now. Yeah, it's it's there. It's there. And then (laughs) to make it even better, I carved my signature into the bottom of the mug. So where? But the, where you drink from? Okay. So when you're drinking and pouring the liquid, it's my signature. Oh, that's the great. Place. Mm. Just so people knew. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty hideous. Well, there you go. You know, sometimes, sometimes, the art is in the ugliness. Oh, sure. I have a tie that I bought because it was one of the ugliest things I've seen. And Amazing. I was like, I have to own that tie because it's so ugly. And it's one of my favorite ties, actually, because it was ugly to me. But when I wore it, um, I got a lot of compliments on it. What What made it so ugly? I don't know. I thought it was the colors. It was like orange and gray combination. Oh. Like orange. It was like orange vertical stripes or horizontal stripes with gray in between. So it was kind of like... Um, that doesn't sound too bad. I didn't think it was. I didn't. Think, I thought it was pretty hideous, but I okay. bought it and I wear it, and people love it. People love it. So you yeah. never know, right? There you go. I beauty guarantee you, it's is, not going to be that way with this mug. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to see a picture of this wonderful piece of pottery that Nitty has designed. I've always wanted to take a pottery class. You should. Mm-hmm. You're certainly I support that. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, you know, I love seeing, you know, when you go to different, different places, you see the different types of pottery that that land or that city does. I know we were in Detroit and we went to this, um, like art deco type pottery place that made little, um, I shouldn't say little, but they made, uh, tiles. Okay. And they have all kinds of... I think they made vases and plates as well. And it's called... Uh, hmm. I can't remember the name of it, but I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. It's like... Like... Pew... Uh, Pew... or something like that. Yeah, it's like got a weird... An, an odd name. I'll have to look it up. But um, we definitely... Um, bought a little it's not not it's been they've been doing it since like 1915 or something and we bought a little tile and it's really quite cute well then with that being said we want to thank our listeners for tuning in today to this episode of the insomnia project 
as always, you can find us online and tweet us at Listen and Sleep. We are produced by Drumcast Productions, and this episode was recorded in Toronto, Ontario. So, until the next time, see you soon.